This is the Matters of Influence podcast, creating awareness and alignment today to become your best self tomorrow. With your hosts, Debbie Frapp and Terry Foster Nowland. All right, folks, it's Matters of Influence podcast time. Debbie Frapp here. Hey, Terry. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, man. Terry Foster Nowland yes. here. Yeah. Golly. Well, um, we, we've got a really good, uh, uh, we've, we've got a good topic today for you guys. I think it's timely. And um, we're going to talk about embracing empathy. Embracing empathy. That's embracing right. Embracing empathy. Not sympathy, empathy. That's right. So let's, let's first start out. I, I looked up, okay, here's the definition. Web, okay. Um, I don't know if it comes from Webster's because I just Googled it. Comes from uh, <laughs> So empathy, it's a noun, and it's the b- ability to understand and share the feelings of others, okay? So that's really different. Um, and I think sometimes we can, uh, we think about empathy and we think it's about feeling sorry for somebody, and it's not that at all. It's about recognizing where somebody else is. And this is really, really critical. And we're going to kind of tie this into uh, not only what's going on in our, in our world today, but we're going to tie it into our thinking and we're going to tie it into leadership as well. So wow. that's, that's kind of where we're going. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a word out there, Debbie, you and I were just talking about it as we were talking about empathy and what it is and, you know, why it's so needed right now. You know, there is a place in many of our businesses and our corporations or maybe even our lives where we've gotten away from personalism and right. Yeah. And uh, it is the one thing that has tied us all together. In fact, um, these times in, in these times, there are things we are definitely not want to let go of. There are probably people that are listening that might say, man, this is the first time I've heard from my boss directly. Right. Um, in years. In fact, I don't even know, remember the last time. And then there will be people that might say, I'm hearing from my boss or my leader, yeah. but That's there right. is, they're changed. There's something different yeah. about the way they're connecting with me. Right. Right. Well, and that's, that's where that personal, that personalism is coming in and that empathy. Absolutely. And it's, so let's look at the other side of this so that it kind of give a context on the other side of this personalism, I think, it's been professionalism and, mm. and the, and the difference for me is vulnerability. Oh, absolutely. Right? So when we think about professionalism, we think about always being perfect and doing all of that. And everybody just needs to do their job because this is the job that they were hired to do. Right. And we're all mm. professionals and we do, uh, we're efficient and this personalism it, it's not minimizing the efficiency. In fact, we're, mm-hmm. we're looking at how are we being effective, right? Sometimes you can be efficient, but not effective. And, and where this per- personalism is coming in is that we're a little bit more vulnerable with each other because we're all going through this. This isn't something that just has happened to some people. Like when you have a natural disaster, for example, mm-hmm. only the people in that area may be impacted or the people that had a relative or knew somebody may be impacted. Oh yeah. We are all in this. And what it's done is it's connected us in a way to where now I love the idea of personalism and um, 
we, gosh, we may have to do a whole podcast just on that. We may have to. We may have to because I know you and I were both listening to Patrick Lencioni and Henry yep. Cloud and Juliet Funt over yep. the past couple of days. And quite frankly, there's too many notes to take. But one thing that I took from all of them, Debbie, and that's what you're talking about, no one's going to be left unchanged from this. That's exactly right. And I wrote a note to myself you know, as a leader, as a coach, is no one will be left unchanged, neither will I, Mm -hmm. based on the transparency of the people that I'm in relationship with, Mm. and how much they're letting us in right now. Absolutely. Um, And we can't wait during this time, some of the actions we need to take some of the things we need to be thinking about and changing in our world. We can't wait because we might miss an opportunity. That's right. That's exactly right. We need to analyze that right now and how yep. we're showing up. Yep. So. Well, I think so. In looking at that, let, let's talk a little bit about the fact that um, we've heard a lot about, you know, a lot of people are in survivor mode and we want to move them to thriving mode. <laughs> I know we hear that a lot, don't we? We do. We hear that an awful lot. And there's a distinction, though, that I want to that I want to make. There's definitely a doing part to you got to do what you need to do to survive. And then there's a doing what you need to do to thrive. And I want to bring in the thinking part of that for our podcast today. Mm -hmm. You know, I was thinking about the, the movie uh, survivor, right? Not the movie, I guess the show. Yeah. 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 And you look at that show when you're watching and you think it's all about action. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not. Nope. Nope. It's not a mental game, right? It is. In fact, the one that, that, that can really, that has this thinking part down is usually the one that comes out um, as the winner of yeah. that, of that reality show for sure. And I, I don't watch that show often. I have watched it. It kind yeah. of wore itself out on me, but at the end yeah. of the day, it's just like almost any sport. It's the same thing. You survive in the sport that you're in, or you, you excel in the sport and you're in, and it's not because of what you physically do. It's more right. about you it's the mental game. That's right. So, right. I, so yeah, and uh, absolutely. There's so many examples that we could draw from this. Yeah. So, so let's talk a little bit about what survivor thinking looks like. Okay. And then, and then we can switch this to, and, and we can, what, what, not only what does it look like, but what happens when we're in survivor thinking. Um, so survivor thinking is usually the main emotion uh, that's being driven. There is fear. Okay. Exactly. So fear is predominantly what happens. So now and fear isn't bad. No, no. That before in another podcast, fear is not bad. It's what the no. brain uses. That's right. And, mm-hmm. and so the way that the brain uses fear, um, if you think back in the caveman day, uh, fear would be triggered when they saw a big animal and you, you had to make a decision. Yeah. Am I, am I going to fight it? Uh, am I going to hide? Or am I going to, if, am I going to run as fast as I possibly can? And depending upon the animal, you had to decide whether or not you could outrun it. Right. right. So, and so what happens to the body though, that's important to recognize when you've got fear is that all of your energy, all of your capacity, everything goes to your arms and your legs, goes to your extremities. Think about it. You want that to happen because you want to be able to run as fast as you possibly can. You want to be able to fight with everything that you have. So there's a couple of things that happen during this. And number one, it impacts our brain's ability. So somebody that's in the survivor mindset that has fear, they're not thinking creatively. They're just 
there's a way out and I'm running over there, right? So they just see a way. Um, so they don't have a lot of their, um, uh, their thinking as far as problem solving and being creative. And they don't even maybe have judgment, right? It's, it's like, um, so if you've, if you've had a conversation with somebody that's in this thinking and they get super defensive and you're like, golly, man, they're having a bad day. No, they're in survivor thinking. Uh-huh. They exactly. can't think any other way because though that those higher levels of the, of the brain are not operational when they're in that. Uh-huh. They, they, so it's, it's like an automatic response. Like if it is. Somebody, right. somebody has quit breathing and you know, CPR, what are you going to do? That's right. That's You're right. You come down and do CPR and you'll go, okay, I just used what my brain stored. Absolutely. You know what to do. Absolutely. It, it's going to be, it's going to go to those, by the way, here's another note that I think is important. Okay is that when, when your brain sends everything to your extremities due to fear, mm-hmm. it impacts your immune system. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It impacts your ability for your body to regulate. So I, I want you to understand that, that this like goes, this goes deep as far as being in the survivor thinking. It was not designed, our bodies were not designed our brains were not designed to stay in this state for a long period of time. It, no, was, de- okay. it was designed to survive. Exactly. And, and yep. survival, survive and thrive. Neither one of those is good as bad, good or bad. It's just, mm-hmm. what are we conditioning our, what are our brains conditioning us to do? And what are we allowing our brain to help us do? And just to touch on that note, I'll share a quick personal story about when fear happens and your body reacts to it. In fact, I just heard, Uh, Patrick Sweeney shared this exact example and I went, oh my gosh, that was me a few years ago. When you don't know that you are constantly in a state of fear about everything, Mm -hmm. everything around you may look great and successful. You may be excelling at business. You may may be making more money than you've ever known. But at the same time, you're being driven by fear and possibly adrenaline and the hormones that go away and don't protect you anymore and your body moves into a constant state reacting to the fear that you don't even know you're having. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, everything that you face you're, or any action you take, maybe because you're afraid of something or you're even more afraid of something not happening mm-hmm. and you don't even know what that is yet. That's and right. You just live your whole life doing this until something happens. An event happens to change that story about what you know about what's going on in your body. And he even talked about, Debbie, you have said this many times, when you, we've got to get so, we've got to start understanding ourselves so much, which means we've probably got to have thinking time to do this. Yep. That we have to, we have to not only understand when fear happens, we've got to name it so yeah. that our brain understands where to file that. That's right. So that you know how to deal it, deal with it. And That's I right. had to go, I had to get medical help for what happened to me yeah. in the, those adrenaline rush times and what it was doing to my body. And he basically gave the same story. It was really interesting. Yeah. So your fear going to your extremities just brings that story back to me. Absolutely. Really Absolutely. So, so part of it, we've got to get to the other side of that. Again, our bodies will begin to deteriorate, but we'll, we'll have physical ailments if we stay in this survivor thinking. Okay. So Debbie, so how do you know if you're, if let's say I think I'm in survival mode, 
How do I know if it's a doing or thinking thing? Oh, that's a great question. Um, you weren't ready for that one, were you? No, I wasn't oh, ready for that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think part of it is, is I would be looking at what is it that, what is it that I'm doing and what am I thinking about it? Am I, am I thinking only about what's happened to me? Am I thinking only in this moment or am I future thinking? If you're not future thinking, you're probably in survivor, okay? If you're only doing the things that you need to do today, but you're not thinking about what do I need to be doing maybe um, uh, for next month. So a perfect example, um, had a conversation with somebody and it's like, okay, I, I've got my bills good for May. And I said, okay, what happens when we get to June? I don't know yet. They're in survivor mindset. Is that, is that a doing thing or a thinking thing? Um, well, paying the bills, okay, they did what they needed to do to pay the bills, but the thinking needs to come in. And now what do I do for June and July? Right? The got thinking it. comes in where you've got to be thinking about the future, not just in the moment. So right? there could be two parts to it. It could be two parts. Absolutely. I'm doing what I need to do. And I'm doing what I need to do to survive. And I'm also doing what I need to do ahead. But the thinking has to have occurred before you start thinking ahead. So that's the doing and the thinking, but it needs to go thinking, doing, thinking. There you go. Thinking, doing, your thoughts, your thoughts always, your thoughts always come before. There you go. You're doing. Wow. That's just a great, that's just a great awareness right there. Yeah. Am I reacting or am I thinking? You and I are watching a lot of reaction right now. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. Lots of thoughts bringing back to thinking survival. Well, and you know, the other thing that you talked about yesterday and, and some of the folks we were listening to, it's this idea of, and we've got to have the downtime. We've got to have that space of where we're thinking. Okay. Um, or we're just not, and we're not doing anything. Okay. Yeah. Cause there are some people that will just stay busy, 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 busy. And there were people like that, by the way, before this happened. Oh Yeah. And, and now all of a sudden what they used to do to keep busy, now they can't do anymore. So now they're trying to find other ways to stay busy. So can I use the analogy of the MacBook Pro really quick? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So because of what you just said, yeah. when we're busy, busy, busy right now, one of the things that we're, a lot of us are busy, busy doing are things that might be unnecessary or uh-huh. that we've invited into our world or there are things just to bide our time and we're constantly putting data in our brain. And one of the things that um, I heard this morning on a podcast I was listening to was basically um, our brain holds the same amount of data that five MacBook pros holds. Yep. And this isn't anything you and I haven't heard before. No. In a lot of the training that we're in, we used to, we call it bits per second. You can quote that. (laughs) And it's like, okay, so your brain holds that much and there's absolutely no way you're, you can physically use all that nor mentally use all that. No. And the only time what your brain is going to recall when it needs what it needs is when you're in quiet. That's right. And so this is a time of creativity for many people. They're not moving. They're not going to unnecessary events. They're not doing unnecessary things. They're hanging out with their family. Uh Um, They're shutting it down at a certain time. There are people that the Bloomberg study says they're working three hours more a day than they really should be. 
And mm -hmm. I'm just wondering how much of that time is unnecessary work. Mm -hmm. But when they go to sleep at night, or when they get in the quiet in the day or get shut in in their home office, whatever that is, their brain automatically starts recalling the things that it needs in that moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're constantly internalizing. We just don't know it. Absolutely. Well, and I'll add one more geeky uh, part to that. Only, only five to 10% of our brain is at the conscious level. There you go. So I want you to keep in mind, so the rest of that is in the unconscious level and the unconscious mind is recording everything that's ever happened to you that you've ever experienced, that you've ever seen, that you've ever heard. So this is why it takes five MacBooks um, to store it. It has it all. It has this it all. Is why this, this is why this goes back to the uh, podcast we probably did about baggage. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we may have to come back to that one. Uh, we, may, we may be having all kinds of baggage <laughs> yeah. after we come out of quarantine. Yeah. All right, so let's, let's, go, let's shift to the, um, to the thriving thinking, yep. okay, for just a moment. So, so part of it is, is, is if we're in the survivor, basically the one emotion that we're experiencing is, is fear, and we've got all of our energy and everything going to our extremities, okay? Uh -huh. So we either freeze up, we run, or we fight. So we got to get to the thriving and to, for the thriving thinking, it needs to be something future based. So in other words, we need a vision. We need a vision of something. And you know what, right now, the capacity, you may only be able to have a vision of what you, what you can do tomorrow. Like yeah. you may be so far into the survivor thinking that tomorrow is all you can handle. Great. Just, that's okay. Just do right. So get, just make a decision one thing, one simple thing that you can plan to do tomorrow. And then when you do that tomorrow, celebrate the heck out of it because you just created a new space yeah. and you just made movement into thriving. You know, Juliet Funt said about the, you know, the paper. We were yes. Giving oh, yeah. Strategies yep. and one of the strategies. And if you were looking at me right now, you would see my paper, right? Yep. They can't see me, but you can. Yep. This little spiral stays by my desk. And, you know, we've really been coaching people during this time to, okay, what are three things that if you did them today, That's right. you'd feel That's powerful? Right. Just three. That's right. Absolutely. And, and two of them might tie into one, right? So what are the three things that if you ended this day, you'd feel powerful? That's exactly That's all your brain right. needs to know. That's right. it. That's it. And I, and I coach people to put it on a sticky note. And, and the way you ask your, yourself the question is if I don't get anything else done tomorrow what three things must I get done? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if you've got to chunk it down to one thing, then just do it. Okay. Because it's going to move you into this thriving and um, thriving thinking. That's okay. Right. So you've got to have a vision. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, um, well, first of all, here's what will happen um, when you get to that place, you're going to open up the rest of your, the, the, the creative part of your brain. You're okay. going to, you're going to open up the problem solving. So you're going to be able to see things differently. You're going to be able to, um, to have a goal orientation. You'll be able to say, okay, that's my goal. These are things I have to do. So understand that in that surviving thinking, those things are shut down. So as you begin to move towards the thriving thinking, you're going to bring back those capacities of your brain. And that's where we need to be. So when you're surviving, your brain will tend to shut down. Yeah, because it's all, all it's all it's got going is fear, and so the the higher levels of thinking, like decision making, 
that gets out the door. Like you can only make a decision of how fast do I run? Uh, maybe, or uh, which door am I going to try to run out of? Okay. Like yeah. your decision becomes so simple and on the now, it's not mm -hmm. even focused towards the future. Okay. So yeah. fear, fear causes us not to think basically. It, yeah. it causes us to just behave. And so, interesting though, later we can go back after those times and go, Hmm, I could have done this. Yeah. Because yeah. you're so busy doing that's right. Not thinking about what was the best opportunity. That that's oh, that's why best. this this thinking time and this reflecting time is so important because mm -hmm. then we can bring some of those things back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we titled this empathy. So yeah. Here here's here's part of it. We need to understand that we may have people that are still in this surviving thinking. Yeah. And we need to have the empathy to recognize that, to understand that that's where they're at. And then we need to meet them where they're at and, and lead them into the thriving. What's one thing that you can do tomorrow? Right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, we've, we've got to create a vision for them. You know, um, what, what would you like tomorrow to, to look like instead of what you experienced today? Like, you know, can, so simple. Well, and, yeah. And sometimes empathy is about helping others see what they do well. Yeah. Because you when you're surviving, you're not thinking about what you did yesterday or what you nope. did yet. You're so exhausted for the day. You right. don't want to think about anything. Nope. And that is one clue that I know personally for myself, that's one clue where it's just time to shut it off. Yeah. and let your brain do the work so Absolutely. that you can get into thriving mode. That's right. And I think sometimes people think thriving is being happy all the time. Um, mm, and no. I don't necessarily know that. And, you know, they, they, they talked about going back to your point about empathy and being a leader who yeah. helps their people see empathy. Yeah. How cool to get your team around a table or now on a zoom, I guess. Some yeah. There you go. Back to work. Some people are going back to work. Um, and getting them, getting, getting them on a zoom and just saying, you know, Debbie, one thing that I appreciate you about you and that you do Absolutely. so well is that you not only listen, you're authentically real with me and you tell me where I'm, where I'm falling down. And I want to thank yeah. you for that and help people know that you're noticing Absolutely. in an empathetic way, what they're doing well so that it can help their brain. Readjust. Absolutely. I loved that exercise. Yeah. And you know, I, I think empathy, it, it goes back to what we started. It's the personalism, right? When you can meet somebody where they're at and recognize and don't try to drag and pull and, and do all that. Cause all you're going to do is meet resistance. Okay. You, you've got to, you got to walk with them, right? This is, this is a empathy is a do with process. Yeah. It's not a, it's not, I'm going to drag this person out of survivor mindset and you just, it's not going to work for you that way. So it goes back to this personalism, meet them where they're at, find out where they're at, give them a space to explore that and then lead them, be with them. Um, because that right there will, well, that will build trust first of all. And yeah when you come on the other side of this as an organization, as a team, as a leader, whatever the case may be, I think you want more trust. You know, there are some people that are feeling isolated and alone, whether they're surrounded by four kids that they're homeschooling yeah. uh, or their husband or their spouse, their significant yep. other being in the other room also working. Yeah. Uh, you're, they can be isolated even in the presence of people. Absolutely. And you know, one of the worst things that we can do as leaders is, push their production buttons before we 
have hit the personalization personalism button. That's exactly right. And that's the empathy piece. So that's if right. we haven't done enough to show enough empathy, understand where you are, what could we be doing better, know how much you're you're um, honored and cherished. Um, the work's going to flow back, and then right. there will be some instances where we're going to let have to let people be where they are for a while. Yeah, we we may have to do that. We do so. All right. Well, any I, I you know I guess as we as we close this up, I, I want to give a, a a metaphor as we close this up, and um, yeah. and I and I heard this and I just loved it. And so, if we can imagine that what we're experiencing right now, yeah. let's just say that it was we were watching a Netflix movie okay, yeah. or Hulu or whatever your favorite, whatever your favorite device, whatever your is. favorite d- device or streaming is. Okay. A movie that you recorded. You did. Right. That's right. And all of a sudden the phone rings or something else happens and you pause that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we can hit pause. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, is that sometimes we hit pause and it may even be, I don't know about you, but sometimes I've been watching movies that I, I watch like I watch them several times. Yeah. And I know how they end. Yeah. What if we were to use the same analogy in that we may pause a movie because it was such a great part and we tell that story and we love this part. Um, you know, we kind of all have those moments in the movies. Mm-hmm. So what if we could look at what we're going through right now as a movie? Yeah. And, but we get to create the ending we get to create a positive space of where we want to, how we want to come out of this. Yeah. That could be our vision, right? Do you want to come out stronger and be a better person for it and be one that is a empathetic leader as we've been talking about today? Right. Um, I I just, I I love that metaphor. And so I I just want to leave people with that thought of if I'm, if I'm playing this movie out in the future, how do I want it to end? How do I, how do I want to come out from all of this? It goes back to the thinking piece and being empathetic with yourself. Yeah. There you so go. Yeah. Pause right now and just say, okay, what have I learned so far? Mm-hmm. Where was I before? What am I learning now? What do yeah. I intend to allow to live beyond this? Mm-hmm. And you know, there are, it, there are some people that are kind of digging this whole time right now because it's caused them to move into this place. So they yeah. want to pause it right now. They yeah. might want to stay paused. They might want to stay paused. Absolutely. That's okay. But thriving comes when you start dreaming about what you've learned in this time. Yeah. Can do. Yeah. And I, I love how you and I talked about that earlier and how you tied that into um, how the brain thinks and what yeah. you actually absorb. And again, that could that's be right. Another hour podcast. Absolutely. It could. So, well, we, we, we hope that this has provided some insight for you and this idea of surviving and thinking and professionalism versus personalism uh, and, and how to lead with empathy. Mm-hmm. And um, so we look forward to meeting with you again, but we want to just thank you so much for listening to matters of influence podcast and, We hope you'll subscribe to it and share it with your friends on social media. Uh, For more on us and the podcast, of course, you can join our Facebook page and our information site at mattersofinfluence.com. Yes, and we're constantly developing, so be looking for some future um, upcoming opportunities that you guys may want to pay attention to. When you go to our Facebook page, 
please, you know, listen, rate us. That helps us know what you're liking. It, it puts us out there more. Please share. Yeah. Please share. Um, please and please help us invite people to the Facebook page. We'd love that. And yep. to our website. Um, and Debbie, there's a couple of things. You know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention a couple of books. Um, okay. Patrick Lencioni's new book that where you and I heard a little bit of that yesterday is called The Motive. Yes. Yes, and yes, yes. Patrick Sweeney's book is called Let Fear Fuel You. Um, those are both available on Amazon. And so if you wanted to dive deeper into these subjects, um, I would suggest highly those two books. I didn't want to let this go. Yeah, no. Anything. Yep. Thank you for that. Okay. That sounds great. All right. All right. So until next time, be the best you. That you can be. All right. See you then. All right. Bye, guys. We'll be